In this bulletin, lifetime bans over last weekend's A-League match pitch invasion in Melbourne. Fiji has a new Prime Minister. And in sport, Argentina's football team returns home to cheering fans after their FIFA World Cup win. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brawl. Two Melbourne Victory fans who rushed the Amy Park pitch have received life bans from Football Australia. Chief Executive James Johnson has said in a statement the game has a zero-tolerance policy to disruptive, destructive, violent and anti-social behaviour at its sanctioned events. One of the fans includes the man who allegedly hit Melbourne City goalkeeper Tom Glover with a metal bucket. The 23-year-old has already been charged by Victoria Police with violent disorder and discharging a missile, amongst other offences. Foreign Minister Penny Wong is due to arrive in Beijing this morning to meet her Chinese counterpart Wang Yi for bilateral discussions. It's the first time in four years that an Australian foreign minister has been invited to Beijing for talks. Senator Wong says she's open to dialogue and that it's been an ongoing process to stabilise relations with China. She says Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has established that Australia wants a constructive relationship between the two countries. Speculation about outcomes obviously has implications for leverage and I'm certainly not interested in giving any country leverage other than Australia. Uh, In relation to consular cases, to save you uh, asking the question, uh, obviously I will be raising consular cases as I always do. South Australia's Premier Peter Malinaskis has announced the Murray River is being shut for all non-essential activity. He says it's necessary to implement the immediate rules against swimming and fishing from the Victorian border to Wellington as the state grapples with rising water flows. Premier says property access and essential activities like rescues or work movement are still permitted, but measures need to be in place for public safety. As South Australians, we're well aware that we've had a, a speed limit in place of four knots now for some time. <coughs> but unfortunately, uh, as the water continues to peak, uh, we're now at a point where we need to close the river to all non-essential activity. So that is all um, motorised use of vessels, uh, but also non-motorised as well. A man will appear in court today charged over the deaths of two men in floodwaters in the New South Wales Southern Tablelands earlier this month. The 41-year-old man from Sydney has been charged with two counts of manslaughter, two counts of dangerous driving and one count of driving on a suspended licence. Police say two men were swept downstream after being trapped in the tray of the ute they were travelling in, which was driven through floodwaters in Bevendale, west of Goulburn, in October. Their bodies were located in November, further downstream from the causeway. Cheering, singing and car horns have filled the streets outside the office of Fiji's next Prime Minister. Sitaveni Rambuka is to head the Pacific Nation after his People's Alliance Party secured the vote of the Social Liberal Democratic Party, whose three members hold the balance of power in a hung parliament. 
Mr Rabuka will head a coalition between the People's Alliance, who build themselves as an alternative to the nationalist Fiji First government, the Indigenous-focused Sudelpa, and the more Liberal Democratic National Federation Party. Mr Rabuka replaces Frank Bina Ramara, who led Fiji for almost 16 years after instigating a coup in 2006 and installing himself as Prime Minister the year after. Navy ships and helicopters have continued to search around the clock for more than 30 sailors who are missing more than a day after a warship sank in rough seas in the Gulf of Thailand. The ship was carrying 105 military staff, 75 of which have been rescued so far. Captain Krapich Karawi Parawit, commander of one of the Thai Navy ships involved in the search operation, says they are not giving up hope yet. <laughs> The position where the ship sank is about 90 degrees out, 20 miles away from the pier. The wind and current patterns have caused the ship to move southeast, so our search will be southeast from here. To sport, and Argentina's national team have flown back home from Italy and will celebrate their World Cup triumph in Buenos Aires, 36 years since the country's last victory. The team arrived in the early hours at Aziza Airport where thousands of fans were waiting with banners, flags and flares. Thousands more have now lined the streets of the capital to cheer on their heroes with major roads shut down for a celebratory bus parade. The Argentinian government has declared a holiday so the population can express their joy for the national team and its defeat of France in the tantalising World Cup final. I'm Deborah Grawk. This is SBS News.